Lance. 42 to 13 was the final score. Coach Kenny Keith's got to be pleased with that. What he's not so pleased with is the number of penalties they had last week. They've got to clean that up and not have the penalties. Now, the good thing coming out of that game is they rushed the ball for just short of 400 yards, Lance, and I think that was the big question mark coming into the season. Would that offensive line be able to hold up? They had a lot of changes from last year, but they sure have done a Kobe Pilcher and some of those guys up front did a great job of blocking for Wise Gordon. Wise Gordon with 198 yards on 20 carries. So uh, a lot of yardage and not as many carries as we're used to seeing Wise Gordon. We're used to seeing him up in the 30s. So that's good news for him later in the year not to have as many carries on his legs. That's exactly right. Captains are meeting for the coin toss right now. We'll be ready for kickoff here in just a couple of minutes. The Lions will receive the opening kickoff. And going back to last week, really quickly, as you mentioned, Wise Gordon, 198 yards, almost 400 on the ground. We didn't see the Eagles put the ball up very much. They're a ground-oriented team anyway. They didn't really need to put the ball up much. We were talking before we went on the air that that very well could be what we see here again tonight. It's the Lions coming in, Class 2A, 2-8 and eight last year, and they've got some young guys that I know are going to have to grow up this season. Maybe what we see is another ground attack. Exactly. I think it's going to be a very pedestrian game for Providence. And they really don't want to show a whole lot, Lance. They've got region games coming up. They don't want to have to throw the ball a lot. They'd like to put this game away pretty early if they can and, and let some other guys play in the second half. But you're right. If they can run the football, and it's what we say for a week, if they can run for 200 more yards, don't turn the ball over and limit the penalties, then they've got a good chance of winning the game. Absolutely. The uh, Eagles are running out on the field to the victory line created by the fans there. They'll be making their way back into the stands. A good crowd here tonight, as you can imagine, at Eagle Stadium. Quite a special season last year. Of course, the support has always been very good here at Providence, but uh, coming off a season in which they were one play away from playing for a state championship, you can imagine full stands. We've got inflatables for the kids over there, and there's one that looks like an American Ninja Warrior course that looks really fun. In fact, I was eyeing that. Like, I might want to give a shot at that at some point. So if you're going at halftime, we know where you're at. It, it, it looks really fun. It does. And, Lance, it's good to have the band. We were talking right. right before the game, and the band does a great job, and they've gotten better every year and certainly adds to the atmosphere here at the, the Eagles Nest. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate all of our sponsors that make high school football on the ball possible and we certainly hope that you will support those that support high school football in the wiregrass the ball is being teed up by the eagles and we are almost ready for high school football right here on the ball as as always you got to look out for that onside kick as providence is prone to kick one every every week so uh if you're houston county you got to watch it right here off the bat we saw just about every type of kick last week from the Eagles. He could skip it, squib it, he could onside it, he could kick it deep. He decides to squib it. It's going to bounce about four times to the 22-yard line. It's picked up there, and the Lions will take it out to about the 35, 36-yard line. Pretty good field position for Houston County. We do know that even though we don't know all the personnel for the Lions, we do know or at least we expect a spread attack from Houston County, which means they'll be looking to put the ball up in the air a lot or try to create a lot of gaps there for a, a possible running quarterback. Well, coming into the season, Coach Atkins said he didn't know who his quarterback was going to be, but he knew he was going to run the spread offense, right. whoever it was. And it is going to be uh, Chase and Harville starting the game. As uh, 
Harville gets ready to bring the team to the line. He takes the snap under center, which is you don't typically see that from the spread offense. So too wide, two wing backs. He's going to look to throw, and now he's getting pressure. He's going to be sacked for a loss of seven yards on the first play. Several Eagles in on that. Cole Smith, one of them. Oh, gosh. Uh, Grant Youngblood, one of them, and a couple of others as well. Yeah, that's what Providence did last week. They controlled the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, and a good start here tonight is they got pressure on him immediately and able to bring him down for the sack. Lost all the way back to the 31. We'll call it uh, second and 16 for Houston County as now they tried to uh, – that almost like the wing team yeah, yeah. mimicking Providence on that first down. And that's almost what it looks like here as well. So they're not ready to spread it yet. We'll see what happens as the handoff is up the middle. Big bruising back. We'll get about four yards, maybe. Well, actually, no whistle yet. We're going to give him maybe eight yards on the play as uh, we may see an awful lot of Kendrick Barber tonight. He's going to be the number one back for Houston County. If Marvel maybe doesn't run up the middle, maybe we see Barber. That makes it at least somewhat manageable here on third right. Well, it took about eight Providence Eagles to bring him down as he just kept turning his feet and moving the pile. Ball now between the 39 and the 40. It's third and about... Oh, uh, let's call it uh, seven for Houston County. Here's a pitch out wide as it's strung out pretty well by the Eagles, and they will get the runner short of the first down, carrying the ball there with Cameron Enlow. But good pursuit by Providence. They didn't let him get outside. They're about two and a half yards short of the well, first down. Providence did a good job of setting the edge over that. I think that was uh, Gus Goldsboro that set the edge, turned him back inside, got him, brought him down short of the first down. Wouldn't be surprised to see Houston County go for this. It looks like they are. Yeah, or at least they're going to line up like they are and may try to, to jump uh, Providence offside. Fourth and about two and a quarter yards. Here is the handoff to Barber. Barber right up the middle. I don't think he's going to get it. He, in fact, he's not going to get it. He's going to get about a yard, and that's all. Yeah, he's he got a yard yeah. short of that first down. That's a risky play to do that early in this game. A big underdog, but I understand it, but I don't know if you're on your, on your, on your own side of the field you try that this early. I'm sure Coach Mike Atkins knows Houston County is going to need points, but you do give Providence a short field. Now Providence takes over at the Houston County 45. 9.45 left to go in the first. No score, but this is Providence's first offensive possession. Last week they killed Miss Austin with that inside run, taking it to Wise Gordon. Let's see if they use him as a decoy early in this game. Tight formation here, and then they're going to spread it out just like they did on the first play. Last week, we'll see what uh, McClintock does here. It's going to be a uh, sweep, and it's going to be a run of about six, seven yards there as Hayes Lewis gets the run there. Good hole created by that Providence offensive line brings up second and short. They split him out, and they brought him back in motion, handed it inside, picked up good yardage. As again, the defense has got to be uh, looking for Wise Gordon, and that opens up holes for the other running back. Down to the 38-yard line, gain of seven. It'll be second down and three for Providence. Inside handoff to Lewis. It worked all last week, and it starts out working well here. They're going to shift strong to the left side. McClintock takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to Gordon. Gordon off that left side, breaks it outside to the 35, to the 30. He'll be hauled out at the 25-yard line. Why is Gordon has a flag on the field? There's a flag on the field. Is I, think it's be, I think it's going to be a holding penalty on Providence. It is holding, so erase that wise Gordon run of about 12 yards and back it up about 12. He was able to get to the corner because of the holding and pick up the yardage, so uh, you're right, it's going to... Nullify a good run and put him in second and long. Well, 
one of the things that we talked about before kickoff was penalties. And obviously, you're right. That, that is the thing that sprung Gordon to the outside. So, But still, you don't want to see those early in the game. We were second and three, now second and 13. Yeah, and this offense is not built around being able to get behind the chains. Even as good as they are in the right. they rush the football, they really like to be second and third and manageable. 8.57, second and 13 now from the 48-yard line of Houston County. Here's McClintock. He's going to fake it to Gordon, and he's going to look to throw. He's going to have a receiver out there. It's Lewis. Lewis is going to get that first down. That's the 30-yard line. Well-executed play. Passing the flats to Lewis. He turns it up to get seven or eight more yards first down. Two things, Lance. He had plenty of time in the pocket. No pressure at all. He stood relaxed. Threw a nice throw out there. Lewis wide open. And that's what they need to do with the passing game to get it started. And, and uh, McClintock had a lot of time to throw there as well. So good job to protect McClintock. All the way down to 31, first and 10 Providence. Gordon to McClintock's right in this tight formation. Going to hand it off. No, he's not. He's going to keep it. Here comes McClintock up the middle to the 25-24. Falls down to the 23-yard line. Give him seven or eight yards there on that first down play. That's one of their staple plays is McClintock will either run that quarterback sweep or just follow while going into the hole. That's what he did. Follow him. Had a big hole open. The line just blowing the defense of Houston County back. Well, that's a pretty good person to follow into a hole. That's right. Second and short, we'll call it three. They need to get to the 21 for a first down. They're at the 24. Two wide to the left. Here's McClintock. He's going to hand it to Gordon. Gordon off left tackle. Breaks it outside the 20. The 15. Here's another flag. The 11. And it looks like this one may come back as well. Yeah, you're holding again. It was uh, number 17. That's uh, Hayes Lewis. Hales to get him to spring to the corner once again, and it's going to pull it back. I, I think you tell Lewis there to just execute the block the way you're supposed to and trust that Wise Gordon is going to be able to get past the one-man tackle. Absolutely right, because he, Hayes Lewis was inside when he blocked, and I don't think his man could have gotten to Wise Gordon even if he had to block him. Well, if, if Eagles wind up getting this in the end zone, that 45-yard drive is actually going to go about 70 yards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back to second and 12 again. They're, for, they're on the 33-yard line. 7.32 left to go in the first quarter. This is Providence's first possession. Houston County was four and out on its first possession. Went for it on fourth and short. Didn't get it. Here's McClintock. Height formation. They're going to spread it out. Two wide to the left. Two to the right. We saw this once or twice last week. Here's some motion. Here's McClintock. He's going to follow Gordon in the hole. He's going to break it outside. The 25, 24-yard line, so they get most of that back. About 10 yards on that play will bring up about third and three. Yeah, they'll spread that formation out, and they're looking to get the defense strung out across the field so they can run the football. And you don't account normally for the quarterback in the defense. So when, when he pulls it down and runs it, it's uh, hard to catch him and bring him down. You almost want to run that uh, Gordon off left tackle again. Just tell your players, do not hold. <laughs> Just don't hold. <clears throat> They're spreading it out again. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Here's McClintock. He's going to look to pass. It's not there. He's going to he's going to look again. There's another flag in the backfield. We may have another hold. It'll be yeah. out to see if Houston County takes it or, or uh, risk a fourth and three. Yeah, I think it was one of the linemen holding in the interior. I know McClintock... Uh, probably didn't see it, but he had some green grass in front of him. He had stepped up there. He probably had nine, ten yards if he wanted to run it. He did. He held the ball a long time back there in the pocket. Good protection, maybe because they were holding, but had good protection once again back there. Seems to be comfortable back there, getting his feet under him and uh, throwing the football. 
it does appear to be a hold. Now they're discussing where where the hold took place and how far back they'll push the Eagles. And does Coach Atkins want to take this penalty? Or if they didn't, it would be fourth and three. Yeah, I think you take it just to get them out of field goal range. And it does appear they are. The hold occurred on the 34-yard line, so they'll take it all the way back to the 44. So, yeah, you're looking at third and 22 yards, third and 22, yes. somewhere around in there. So, yeah, that's the, probably the right move there for Houston County. 628 and counting. Whatever your third and 22 play is, you got to dial it up. Well, I think he just handed the wise goal and let him get what he can, and then maybe punt the ball and try to pin him back. The Eagles are almost exactly where they started this drive about four minutes ago. McClintock going long, over the middle. It is going to go over everybody as it was intended for Reed Linder, but uh, pretty good coverage there by Houston County. And all that for basically a yard of offense when it's all said and done, about 34 yards in penalties for for Providence, and they'll punt this ball away. Eastern County did a good job of putting the safety over the top on that pass play as he really wasn't open, and I don't know that uh, McClintock saw that safety coming uh, over the top. Like Jake Smith lining up to punt, two back for Houston County. Let's see if they uh, choose to try to angle this or how they attack this. It's going to be an angled kick. It's going to bounce at the 10. They're going to let it bounce, and it goes to the 5 and dies right there. A great execution there by Jake Smith. He will uh, get some kudos from his teammates as he'll now line up in defensive back position, but that's a great kick. It wasn't a beautiful punt, but you know what? The results are what count, and that was a great punt. Ends up on the five-yard line. That is one of the situations, I think, if you are the up back there, you've got to up there and try to grab Yeah. It. I know you're probably taught taught the other, but in that situation, you've got to save yourself probably 15 yards of field position there. Looks like they may be taking the heat break right now. 6-12 left to go in the first quarter. We'll keep it right here. Mark, penalties, uh, one of the things that we talked about an awful lot last week, three holding penalties in the first drive. Yeah, and that, they've got to clean that up. That, uh, that just kills drives, as we saw there, as Providence had the ball on the 45-yard line on Houston County's 45-yard line and ended up, like you said, what, making a yard on that drive with all the penalties. Right. So, uh, you know, I guess good teams, they can't do that. They can't do it tonight against Houston County because as long as they keep them in the game, even though they're the underdog, you know, that gives them hope. So uh, they've really got to clean that up and uh, uh, just, you know, trust the blocks, like you said. Half a quarter, that's not much to show for either team, and Houston County will be in the shadow of its own end zone as we are back from the heat break, at least uh, – Providence is up and ready, and here comes Houston County back onto the field. Don't want to be too risky here. You don't want to turn the ball over, but you also don't want to give Providence another short field. You just dodged a bullet. It'll be interesting to see what Houston County does here. We yeah, I think you give the big fullback and just let him power his way out as far as he can on this yeah. first down play. We saw Kim Derrick Barber a couple of times. He's the load to bring down. Your quarterback is Jason Harville. He is a junior. They're getting ready to blow the whistle to mark the ball down and ready for play as they're one player short for Houston County. They're angling for a player. The play clock is down to 19 seconds, and here comes one more skill position player. Yeah, you can't have that happen. This is their first game. They, they've not played a game, so they're trying to work out some kinks, I'm sure. The uh, wing back in this situation... Here is the handoff up the middle. It is Barber. Barber is going to get a yard, and that's all. Good play by 
Providence interior line to keep that from going further. That may give him two second and eight. Yeah, Providence did a good job of swarming on that play with the defense. They hit him in the hole, and uh, when he gets the ball, he's going to fall forward for two yards at least. This has been a very uh, not spread offense thus far from what we've seen from Houston County. I don't know if Mike Atkins maybe changed his mind as he saw what he had to work with. or Well, either that or he's trying to lull him to sleep a little bit. He's spreading out one receiver. I don't know if he's looking maybe to uh, step up and throw the ball in a minute. Here's Barber again. He's nailed at the line of scrimmage and hauled down by a host of Eagles. No gain on the play as, oh, man, uh, that four guys met Barber and he went straight down. Providence, again, that defensive line doing a good job of getting penetration, and they're hitting him in the hole and not giving him any kind of room. Third and about eight right now as we are close to approaching five minutes left in the quarter. No score. This is the second possession for Houston County. Providence has had it once. All right. Here is Chasen. Takes the ball under center, and there's a movement. They're going to back it up a couple of yards. Yeah, the left side of the line moved. Ball is on the seven, so that would that be a full five, or would that be half the distance? Either way, it's going to be yeah, either on the two or the three-yard line. Looks like they're going to mark it off to the by the four, half the distance to the goal line. We're going to call it third and eleven now. As uh, left side of the line, a little bit too anxious. Well, it looked like that. Uh, Arville expected the ball, too. He kind of moved a little bit, expecting to be snapped back. So I don't know who was, if it was the center or if it was him that was off sync on that one. Here is Harville. We got some motion. It's going to be a pitch. Going to get uh, to the 11, to the 12-yard line, knocked out of bounds there as the pitch to the back in motion there went to Khalil Johnson, who is – backup quarterback, and he got some yards there, but not enough for a first down. Should force a punt. When you have the ball deep in your territory like Houston County did there, you're just limited to what you can run. You just want to, you know, run the football and try to uh, bang it out a little bit and uh, hopefully pick up a first down, but it's a fourth down punting situation, as you said. And even there, that, well, actually, they're not lining up the punt. They're lining up at least right now to go for it. Now they back it. Yeah, they're going to feel quick. Weatherford had come up there to uh, to cover the punt. As a matter of fact, he's still up. He's going to kick it straight up in the air. This is going to fall at the 21-yard line and be dead right there as it was almost blocked. Yeah, I guess a, you're getting a little bit too cute there trying to do that. You're deep in your territory. You go like you're going to run the play, then you move in that quick kick formation, and it just it didn't work at all. Grant Youngblood almost blocked that, and it caused the punter to kick it straight up in the air. It fell at the 21 and just bounced straight up from there. So here we are, short field. Houston County did a good job of getting on that ball last year. Hayes Lewis picked one up. There was a short punt like that and ran it for a touchdown when everybody got away from it. So Houston County did a good job of at least downing it. First and 10 from the 21-yard line of Houston County. Two wide to the right for... McClintock, now they're going to motion Weatherford in. They're going to hand it off to Gord up the middle to the 15. To the 10! Oh, one guy trips him up. He falls at the seven-yard line. He would have walked through the end zone. First down, Providence. Yeah, that was just a power run up the middle as the line blocked him and blew him back. He was able to sidestep a couple of tacklers and was a shoestring away from scoring. He had to respect that end around to Weatherford, and it may have caused a linebacker to vacate there, but... Nonetheless, that 12-yard gain. I think Wise Gordon's just glad that he ran the ball without a penalty on that one. I think you're correct. 
tight formation. Here is that inside handoff to Weatherford to the five, to the goal line. Touchdown, Providence Went Weatherford on the inside handoff. Three minutes and four seconds left to go in the first quarter. Providence on the board. Houston County made that one too easy for Providence. As Providence kind of flexed their muscle offensively on that. Looks like they're going to go for two as uh, McClintock comes to the sideline and gets the, the plate. Last week they, they went for two on the first two touchdowns, and then they started kicking. Correct. So uh, we'll see what they have dialed up here with 3.04 left in the first quarter, and they're getting the call now. Play clock is down to 11 seconds. High formation. Here's Gordon. Gordon up the middle, off right tackle, into the end zone for the two-point conversion. Just pile of football. Yeah, had a big hole there. So, Providence gets on the board. 3.04 left to go in the first quarter. 8 to nothing. We'll take a one-minute break. Come back with more action right here on the ball. Come experience Dothan's new finest casual dining experience at The Cellar. Everyone already knows they have the best steaks and wine around. But now you can dine in every night in addition to picking up dinner to take home. And hurry up and book your Christmas party because December is just around the corner and they're filling up fast. The Cellar, Dothan's finest steaks, wine, and dining experience. Treat yourself tonight at The Cellar. You move over for law enforcement. You move over for cyclists and emergency vehicles. Wiregrass Electric Cooperative reminds you to help keep our line crews safe when they're working roadside. Alabama's move over law requires motorists to move over and slow down when you encounter emergency responders and maintenance personnel with emergency signals activated. Help us out by keeping everyone safe so we can keep the lights on for you when you get home. Welcome back to Providence Christian School. The Eagles just went up 8 to nothing on a Grant Weatherford touchdown run, a Wise-Gordon conversion, and they'll be kicking off to Houston County. This one's a booming kick down inside the 10. It will be returned by... There's a fumble. Bramble on the ball. Who's going to get it? There's a big pile. Looks like Houston County jumped on it. Let's do, let them untangle this and make sure. And they did as uh, Khalil Johnson got hit by a couple of Eagles, and that ball just trickled out from from his grasp, and Houston County was able to get back on it. Yeah, he got popped pretty good when he came out with that ball, and he went one way, the ball went the other way, and Houston County able to get back on top of it. See what uh, Houston County can do offensively. They have not been able to generate any offense in the first couple of possessions. We'll see what happens here as they just haven't been able to open any holes for the big running back, Barber, and they... I uh, haven't had a chance to get anything going through the air. They still have a tight formation. Here's the handoff. It's going nowhere. Right at the line of scrimmage is Harbour kept the ball. He was going to hand it off, Lance, and they missed the timing. The running back came across. He missed him, and then he had to take it and just fall forward for what he could. That'll bring up a second and 10 for Houston County. The ball is at the 28-yard line with two minutes and 30 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Providence leads 8 to nothing. It does not look like Houston County wants to try to throw the ball, but they may not have a choice. This Providence is just not... Uh, uh, yeah, they're going to have to open that defense up or at least uh, make them stand up. Here's, here's uh, Harville. He's going to keep the ball, and he'll get to the 30, maybe the 30-and-a-half which will lead uh, third and seven for Houston County. 
Thomas defense just looks quicker out there, Lance, than the Houston County offense as they're doing a good job flying around to the football. Good job uh, from that interior. Good job from the linebackers there as uh, Jackson Polly, Grayson Stewart, and Michael Sullivan filling those gaps. Senior players, and they played a lot of football for Providence. Third and seven from the 31. It's going to be a pitch outside. It looks like Houston County has the corner this time right at the first down marker. We'll see if he got it. It's Cameron Enlow took the pitch and went right to the marker. It's going to be close. Got to believe if he didn't get it, they'll go for it. Absolutely. Minute 29. They're going they're, to are they four. Yeah, they're saying fourth down. Are they going to bring the chains, or are they going to say he's about a third of you? Well, now they're going to move the chains and move that marker to showing a first down. So Cameron Enlow did get it at the 38-yard line. First down, first first down of the game for Houston County. That's the third time they've run that quick pitch on third down. Able to get the corner on that play. That's right. Hard to get the corner on, Providence. At least uh, not many teams have done it the past couple of years. First and 10, Houston County. In low, fake motion. Hand off to Barber right up the middle. Again, nothing there. He's missed by three Eagles at the line of scrimmage. May have eaten out a half a yard. Michael Sullivan led that Jackal of Eagles that tackled him, and they're doing a good job of just hitting him at the line of scrimmage and bringing him straight down. They're going to say forward progress to the 39, so give Barbara Yard a harder yard on that. Second and nine for Houston County. We're under a minute now. Let's go in the first quarter. Providence leads eight to nothing. We've basically seen the same formation all the way through. Two wing backs a fullback, a quarterback, and two wide receivers. Here's a pitch. This time it's going to be a a stumble in the backfield, and that is going to go for a loss of about five yards as Jackson Colley met. uh, I think Cole Smith. Cole Smith, number seven, was the one that brought him down. Good job by Smith. And that was Khalil Johnson that stumbled after he took the pitch. Even if he hadn't stumbled, I think Smith was out there to, to bring him down. Carl Smith, a senior. This is his first year playing. I don't think they're going to get a snap off. We'll see. 15 seconds on the play clock. Well, they're going to run the line of scrimmage. They may. 10 seconds. They actually have yeah, to. Yeah, they're going to have to play. Uh, under 7 seconds. 5, 4. Here is Harville. He looks to throw over the middle, and it is almost caught, but not quite over the middle. Intended receiver was Kobe McIntyre. That's the last play of the first quarter. Probable punting situation for Houston County when we come back. Providence leads 8 to nothing. We'll be back in one minute right here on the ball. Ooh, what a great way to enjoy retirement. Yeah, retirement would be a little more enjoyable if I didn't have to worry about what the stock market was going to do. You don't. What do you mean? No, if you're looking for a way to safely earn more on your savings, try All In. All In Credit Union? Yeah, that's right. All In Credit Union has some of the best CD rates you'll find, and they've just launched a new mega CD. Uh, what's a mega CD? Well, All In's mega CD offers the protection of insured funds for CDs from 500000 to $5 million. Wow. Sounds like I can safely protect the money I've spent a lifetime earning by saving with All In. Oh, yeah, and the best part is All In is offering a 60-month CD that pays 3.34% APY, whether you're investing $1,000 or $5 million. They even offer a nine-month penalty-free CD if you want to start earning more now without worrying about moving your money later, which, of course, you won't want to because their rates and their employees are the best. Sounds like you're all into saving at All In Credit Union, man. That would be a birdie for me. If your advice is as good as your golf game, I'm headed to All In right now. Certain restrictions apply. Visit allincu.com for details. Federally insured.
powered by NCUA. Welcome back. We're just getting ready to start the second quarter. Back in here at Providence, the Eagles lead Houston County 8 to nothing, a fourth and about 12 for Houston County. Again, they're not lining up in front formation right now, but they did break out of that previously. Yeah, I can't imagine they're going to go for this. Yes, now they break out of it. Grant Weatherford drops back to receive this punt. It's, a, it's on his own head. Back to the 20. He's going to be tackled right there. That's going to be Providence ball at the 17-yard line. A little bit too cute for their own good there. Yeah, I don't understand that. How they don't just get in a formation and punt. There's a flag on the play. Flag around the 30-yard line. That was Cole Smith in on the tackle. It appears to be on Houston County as the coaches for Providence are yelling to decline the penalty here. Was it an illegal shift or something? It is. It is declined. And Providence, again, with a great field position. Well, we've seen one punt that went straight up in the air. One uh, snap that was a little bit high and went straight through the punter's hands. And now we've got Providence first and 10 on the Houston County 20. I will, that. I will say that I watched warm-ups, and they did get in that formation and punt the ball in their warm-ups a lot. So apparently they do it. They're just not doing it well. Once you see that your guys are not going to be able to block uh, the guys that are coming to you and you have such a short room to operate on a quick kick like that, uh, we've got to move the chains. We don't have them ready and set yet, so we'll be underway in just a second. You may you know you do a quick kick up. like that on a third down right. when they don't expect it. You don't do that on fourth down when you know everybody knows you got to punt the ball. First and 10 from the 20. Here comes McClintock. He's going to hand it off to Gordon. Gordon to the 17, to the 15. He'll be knocked down at the 13-yard line, gave up about seven yards for Wise Gordon. Yeah, he took a big hit there. He got up and ran back to the huddle, but uh, took a big hit as he straight on – one player and then was uh, coming down and got hit by perceived by another Houston County player. Most of the plays Providence has run this far has been to that left side. Well, it'll be interesting to see if they try to set something up to the right, whether it's a throw in the flats, which we had success with earlier in the game, or uh, maybe something else. I think if you're Providence, you don't try to get cute. You just blow them off the line of scrimmage. Second and a long three. Here is an inside handoff to Weatherford. Weatherford to the seven, falls forward to the five. It'll be a first down. Lewis. You're right, 17. Hayes Lewis, he will get to the five-yard line, first to goal. Again, it's just that standard play. They run inside. They take it to Wise Gordon. When your defense has to look at Wise Gordon and McClintock, the quarterback, to make sure they don't have it, then you bring the running back under him. Hayes Lewis on that play brings it down to the five-yard line. And we're really not seeing those backs contacted until no, the yards down the line. So good job there by the offensive line. First and goal from the five. Here's McClintock. Here's Gordon. Here's the end zone. Touchdown. Wise Gordon and Providence. The second touchdown of the game for the Eagles. 14 to nothing, pending this conversion. He was made about the half-yard line, but he just ran over that defender, took him in the end zone. As Wise Gordon has great strength in his legs. Five-yard touchdown run by Gordon off right tackle. They'll line up for an extra point this time. 10-43. That should be, I believe, Jeter. John Jeter. Yes, uh, John Jeter is going to line up to kick this. He did a nice job last week kicking. There's the hole. The kick is up, and it looks good, and it is good. So, early in the second quarter, Providence strikes again. Short field, take advantage of it. 15 to nothing over Houston County. We'll be back in one minute with more high school football right here on the ball. 
Let Auto Expo show you how easy it is to buy a quality used car in Dothan. They believe fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right leads to satisfied repeat buyers. Mike Jones and Moody Farr would love to assist you with the purchase of your next pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Mike hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody proudly offer for sale. Check them out on the web, autoexpoal.com, or give them a call, 673-1818, One call takes care of all that garbage. Call Ronnie Knotts or Scott Smith at Mark Dunning Industries for quick delivery and low prices. Dial 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business. Apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd & Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. 
In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. Providence, first and 15 for Houston County at the 26-yard line. Two wide left, one to the right for Jason Harville. Here is the handoff up the middle, and it's going to go nowhere. It's like a loss of a yard. Good play there defensively to get in the backfield and stop the big back in Derek Barber by Sullivan. Michael Sullivan, who shot the gap, got Barber around those legs and brought him down. They're going to give him back to the line of scrimmage. It'll be second and 15. Providence just getting good penetration on that defensive line. Kind of make quarterback has no time back there in the back. Certainly don't have any holes to run through. That'll be uh, two wide to the right, one to the left, just one wing back for Houston County, and a fullback behind the quarterback, Jason Harville. It's going to be a short pass out in the in the, it's the line of scrimmage, and he's going to run forward to the 30. We'll give him about four yards on that. It'll bring him third in about 12 yards. Just a little hitch right out there to the outside. He was able to pick up four yards on it. Providence did a nice job of containing it so they didn't break free for a long run. 925 and counting here in the second quarter. Providence leads Houston County 15 to nothing. Third and long for Houston County. They've only attempted one pass downfield, and they actually had a, a receiver flash open over the middle. It just was out of his out of the reach of his hands. We'll see what they set up here. Yeah, Providence is real young in the secondary, and you really would think they would try to exploit that a little bit. Two wide to the left, one to the right, one back. It's going to be blown up in the backfield as Harville just keeps and tries to fall forward for a yard. That's all he'll get. Fourth and ten. Again, the Providence the defensive line is living in the Houston County backfield. Yeah, he, he rode up in there with Barber, which he should, but when he went to pull it out, Barber, I think, still clamped down on it, had trouble getting it out. And then that blew the play up, and he stumbled for uh, a yard gain on the play. I'm very interested to see what this punt formation is going to look like. They're going to line up like they're going to run a normal play. One wide to the left, one to the right, two wing backs, and a fullback. They're going to break out of it into quick kick formation. The quarterback is only about five yards behind the line of scrimmage. It's a low snap. They're going to get it off. It's going to be a pretty decent kick for a quick kick. It bounces at the 40 into the hands of Weatherford. He's going to try to... Get something out of it, and he will get to the 36-yard line. He caught it at the 35, so he ran backwards about five yards and then ran forward about A little bit of a dangerous play for what you're going to get out of it. That ball wasn't going to bounce a long way, but uh, made it work, and it's going to be first and 10 Providence. The worst field position the Eagles have had all night long. They've lived in Houston County territory, but now they're at their own 36. Yeah, the problem now is that Houston County defense is going to start getting tired as they've been uh, out there a lot this first half. Only one first down for Houston County in this half. This is the fourth offensive possession for Providence. They've scored on two of the first three. Here's a fake to Gordon. McClintock looking down the field. He's got Weatherford at 50. It's caught at the 45. Dragged down at the 44-yard line of Houston County. Wide open, Grant Weatherford hauls it in. He gets about six yards after the catch. Yeah, he showed his experience there, Lance. If he got back there and he set up, he looked deep. His primary receiver was off, and he came back to his checkoff receiver. High school quarterbacks don't normally do that. They pre-read before the snap and throw where they want to throw. Nice job reading the deep uh, path, not open, coming back to the uh, check down route. Score you may be interested in up at Ripview Stadium, Dothan High 12, with Tumpkin nothing uh, in the second quarter there. Here is first and 10 from the 44. 
It's going to be McClintock following Gordon the home of 40. The 35, the 33-yard line is McClintock just showed a lot of patience there and took his way through and let the holes develop, and he gets another first down. Yeah, again, you don't account for the quarterback when he runs through there. Picked up nice yardage. They first and 10 on that 34-yard line. Takes the inside handoff there, and, and some of the action went that way, and there was McClintock behind Gordon. Again, a well-designed play. First and 10. From the 33-yard line of Houston County, 7-12 left to go in the second quarter. Providence leads Houston County 15 to nothing. Here's McClintock. He's going to pitch it out to Weatherford. Weatherford dodges one guy, 30, 27, 25. Falls forward maybe to the 24. Makes a little something out of nothing there. It's going to be a gain of about, gosh, uh, seven, eight yards there by Grant Weatherford. Yeah, just a little step out by McClintock. He throws a little option pitch out there. And Weatherford did a nice job of picking his way. They're setting that up, Lance. What they'll do later is they'll pitch it out there, and Weatherford will throw it downfield. You're exactly right. He is or has been a backup quarterback last year, and he certainly does have a good arm. Second and a long one for Providence at the Houston County 24-yard line. Here's McClintock. Here's Gordon. Got room. 20. Makes the guy miss. 15. Makes another guy miss. 10. 5. And he's going to fall at the 7-yard line. Between the seven and the eight, as Wise Gordon makes two guys miss, that's the thing. Two Houston County players can get a shooting back on now because he just exactly taken right. both out of them. You're exactly right. All they had was an opportunity to grab one of his shoelaces, and they couldn't even get that. So that's the Gordon for sure. We're going to have him down at the eight, first and goal. Well, if they'll get a playoff here, I guess they will, and then we'll have a heat timeout after this play. Here's McClintock. Here's Gordon to the five. He's going to follow and go untouched at the end zone. Off right tackle. Touchdown. Wise Gordon. 5.56 left to go here in the second quarter. And that was easy. Ken, the offensive line is just throwing them back. Lance, you and I make a run through that hole. I was thinking that uh, that I possibly could have gotten in there. I don't know. But uh, Gordon certainly made it look easy behind that offensive line of Providence. We're 21 to nothing with Jeter getting ready for the extra point. My understanding is Coach Kenny Keith will go for two every time on the first one, then he plays it by ear the rest of the game. All right. Here's Jeter. He's been successful throughout the year. That one is up. That one looks good from here, and it is. So, 5.56 left to go. I don't know if they'll treat this as a heat timeout or not, but we'll take a one-minute break. 22 to nothing, Providence over Houston County. We'll be right back here on the ball. Want to take your nursing career in a new direction? Southeast Health is hiring 30 nurses in 30 days the entire month of September for med surge, critical care, and emergency services. With signing bonuses up to $15,000, depending on experience. To interview, just walk in any Wednesday in September between 8 and 5 p.m. Or schedule an interview on another weekday. For details, visit southeasthealth.org nursing. Discover your next new Buick at Action of Dothan. Drive away in the 2019 Buick Envision with 16% below MSRP or total savings of 7046 Save thousands on the 2019 Buick Enclave with 12% below MSRP or total savings of 7079 Discover your new Buick at Action of Dothan in-store or online at actionofdothan.com. Experience the new Buick. Are you ready for action? Action Credit seat dealer for complete details. Welcome back to Providence Christian School. It is 22 to nothing. Eagles over Houston County. I think we did take a little bit of a heat break there as it is the middle of the quarter. 
and we'll be ready for action in just a second as the Eagles are getting ready to put the ball on the tee. But that was very easy. Mark, we had the one pass out there to Weatherford that got a good chunk of yards after that. It was just uh, some some good holes opened up by the Providence offensive line. Pretty easy getting down the field. Yeah, that's the good news. This is the second week in a row that the offensive line has played very well, blowing open holes for the running back. So that, that's got to be very encouraging for Kenny Keith as they get ready for their region play starting next week. Two backs for Houston County at the 20 right now. We'll see what Jeter does here on the kick. He'll tee it up and kick it from his own 40. This one is an onside kick. It's not going to go the full 10 yards in Houston County. Touch it, they jump it on it. And, yeah. Does Providence get it because it's live after it's touched by Houston County? It does. It looks like it's going to be Eagles ball. It was the right thing to do to go ahead and jump on that. It's the onside kick did not go the full 10 yards, so Providence can touch it. Houston County jumped on it, and it just slipped out of the man's hands. And Yeah, but I don't know if that is the right play. If it doesn't go the 10 yards, you can't. Providence can't get on it, so it's a dead ball in the – Houston County coaching staff just went wild when he jumped on it and it came out. Wow. Well, that's an onside kick that didn't work, but you still got possession. You can't ask for much better than that if you are uh, talking about good fortune. Providence puts that tire Houston County defense right back on the field at the 47-yard line of Providence. Too wide to the right. Here's McClintock. He's going to fake the handoff to Gordon, look to throw deep. He's going to fumble. It's going to be picked up by Houston County at the 47-yard line. So forget what we just said. Yeah. <laughs> Put that tired Houston County defense back off the field and bring the Houston County offense on the field. So that was one where McClintock stepped up in the pocket. He didn't think he was going to have pressure, but he did get pressure. I believe I believe that was Christian Perkins who picked up the fumble for Houston County. So it's now first and 10 at the Providence 47. Yeah, I think Providence was going for the knockout punch there and going to go deep. Didn't have it open, and McClintock didn't take care of the football and lands on the ground. Houston County first and 10. First and 10, first foray into Providence territory for Houston County. 546 left in the second quarter, down 22 to nothing to Providence. Here's an end around, and there's a little, little hole there as uh, Houston County will scamper for about five yards, one of their better runs of the game. Display there by, uh, that is, Khalil Johnson, and he'll get a little bit of room, brings up second and six. Show some quickness as he got to the corner pretty quick, turned it up inside, pick up uh, four yards. Your quarterback for Houston County is Jason Harville. He is a junior, 5'10", about 150. Khalil Johnson listed as also a quarterback, so he can possibly throw the ball. He goes in motion, but it's a handoff up the middle to Barber, and he's met right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, there's just nothing there. As, uh, Providence defense is just shutting that down. As Kobe Pilcher just made him head up and took him backwards. He did. What a great, uh, great play there by Colby Pilcher. Even a yard on the play, it looks like. Third and five at the 42-yard line of Providence. This is probably four-down territory for Houston County. Yeah, I'm not sure any part of the field is not four-down territory for them. Fair point. Two wingbacks, one fullback, one wide to the left, one to the right. It's going to be a drop back for Harville. He's getting pressure. He's going to throw downfield, and it is broken up. A great defensive play there down about the 27-yard line by Hayes Lewis. Uh, he met the ball and the defender about the same time, knocked it away. That's how you do it. Yeah, last week they had problems hitting early on those defenders. Mm-hmm. It looked like Hayes Lewis timed that one out perfectly. 
able to knock the ball away. That was a good throw there, though, by Harville. He, he, and he had threw, it to be. Uh-huh. threw it where it needed to be, and uh, just a good defensive play there. That'll bring up fourth and five from the Providence 42-yard line. And I think it's the right call at this, this part of the field. Looks like the same formation for Houston County. Two wing backs, two wide receivers, and a fullback. It's going to be a reverse. It's a reverse, and it's going to be snuffed out. That's going to be a loss of a yard there. Great play by Providence to snuff that out. You're looking at Michael Sullivan. You're looking at Grant Youngblood and Colby Pilcher. Yeah, didn't let that get out. Yeah, they did a nice job of staying at home on this backside. Didn't allow him to get any room. And able to snuff that one out. Two possessions where we don't have probably more than a yard of, of offense as, as we had the onside kick. And then Providence turned it over one play later. And then four plays later, Houston County turns it over almost the same spot. Yeah, and it doesn't give that defense any rest either. First and 10 for Providence at the 44-yard line. Here's McClintock. Gordon in motion. They're going to pitch it out to him. Is he going to get the outside? He does. 45, 50, 45, 40, 35. Inside the 35-yard line goes Wise Gordon. Just uh, taking advantage of, as we said, a tired and thin Houston County defense. They'll mark the ball and say he was out at the 35 of Houston County. McClintock just takes the ball, takes a couple of steps. It's not a true option because he's going to pitch it all the way. Right. Pitches it like an option out there. And uh, then uh, Wise Gordon just does the rest to get around the corner. Here's McClintock, takes the Eagles to the line of scrimmage at the Houston County 35. It's going to be an inside handoff to Gordon. He's going to bunch it out to the right. 30, let's got miss, 25. 22-yard line for Wise Gordon, and the first guy is just not going to get Wise Gordon. No, he, he faked him out sidestepping again, and that whole left side of the line for Houston County is just caving down. I'm not sure what they're keying on, but uh, Wise Gordon has just got plenty of room on the outside. 349 and counting here in the second quarter. Providence is up 22 to nothing and driving. First and 10 at the 22-yard line. Here's a McClintock from the shotgun, Gordon to his left. Now they're going to be a whistle. And I think we're going to have a timeout. Houston County probably a good one. They they certainly were tired. And uh, take a breather there. But if you punch this one in late in the second quarter, 29 to nothing, uh, that's probably where you want to be if you're the Yeah, and Providence gets the ball to start the second half. So uh, it's just going to look like it's going to go downhill pretty quickly for Houston County if they don't stop them here. That was probably the right move there by Mike Atkins to call a timeout. That defense has got to be tied. I don't have any plays they've been out there, but it's been a lot. One first down in this half for Houston County. That's been it. And uh, Providence has uh, churned the ball on the ground almost the entire first half, just putting it up the air a couple of times. Houston County looks like a team, though, that's playing their first game of the season. Providence, on the other hand, knocked the rust off last week against New Brockton, and they look like a team that's uh, a well-oiled machine ready to to meet their season. Class 2A Area 2 for Houston County, Class 3A Area 2 for Providence, and this will be uh, an opportunity for Houston County to look at the film and try to improve, and they'll be in area play soon. Well, it doesn't hurt you if you're Houston County, and it gives you a chance to play against the classification up above you. And uh, so it, uh, it really doesn't hurt you when you when you play a game like this. First and 10, Providence from the Lion 22. Here is the fake to Gordon. They're going to run McClintock to the edge. He gets to the 15, the 14. 
kept it in bounds. This clock is running, and he gets about uh, seven, eight yards. Yeah, he kept on coming outside with it, just found an alley down that sideline and picked up good yardage. That'll bring up second and about three yards from the 14. It's tough to play defense when you got three or four running backs coming at you and you don't know which one's going to have the football. We'll be under the three-minute mark left in the second quarter when this ball is snapped. Gordon to McClintock's left, and he will be field taken. McClintock will get inside the 10 to the 9, and is that going to be a first down? It will. The first and goal, Providence, from the nine-yard line. Doing a nice job of just running the football tight. Line again, blocking and blowing them off that line of scrimmage. To 39 on the game clock left in the second quarter as they're going to try to squeeze every second out of this drive. I believe the Eagles will. First and goal from the nine. Gordon in motion to his right. It's an inside handoff to Weatherford. He tries to break it outside to the six, to the five. He does. He gets the he gets the end zone touchdown. Grant Weatherford touchdown. Eagles on that inside handoff. Weatherford just kept going outside. Outran the Lions to the end. Well, he showed some speed because the Lions defender had a, a, a had a, a a chance to bring him down and just didn't get out there. It, it appeared that Weatherford was going to cut that ball up and, and cut it straight, and then he realized, I think I can beat the guy to the corner, and he did, and made it to the end zone. Yeah, it looked like they had the angle on him, and he thought he was going to have to cut it back, but he never did. Here's Teeter for the extra point. Snaps good. The hold's good. The kick looks good, and it is. So, two minutes, 20 seconds left to go in the first half. Providence all over Houston County, 29 to nothing. We will take a one-minute break. Be back with more action right here on the ball. Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. Hey, this is Brad Price for Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Welcome back to Providence Christian School. The nine-yard touchdown run for Grant Weatherford makes it 29 to nothing. Providence, two minutes and 20 seconds left to go in the second quarter. John Jeter getting ready to kick off for the Eagles. Ball is in the air. This was a squib. Goes right to a line of 35. Looks to bounce around. He gets a little bit of a hole there. He's past midfield to the 49, maybe the 48-yard line of Providence. You didn't want to kick it right at someone, I don't believe, uh, did uh, did Jeter, and it put the, the Lions in eagle territory. Yeah, when you squib kick it like that and they, they field it cleanly, your defense doesn't have time to get there, so they're going to pick up yardage and did a nice job of getting it across midfield. 
just before that kickoff, one of the officials came and said something to Kenny Keith on the sideline. It wasn't a, you know, uh, an adversarial-type conversation, but he immediately went to his his kickoff team and pointed something out to them, and I think they were leaving early on the outside is what it was because he went out there and, and, and told them exactly what he wanted to do. Good observation. Uh, first and 10 from the Eagle 48. Here is... Houston County, it's going to be a handoff right up the middle to Barbara, and he's going to be met again. I guess he's getting a little bit tired of this. Uh, either open some holes up for me or, or let's do something different. They'll give him about a yard, and it was hard-earned. Yeah, it looked like about seven Eagles were in on that tackle as uh, Grayson Stewart was in there and Michael Sullivan both. Tough, rugged uh, back there is the Kendrick Barber, and he has uh, earned his yards the hard way thus far in the first quarter. 137 left to go in the half. Second and nine for the Lions. Harville is going to fake it, and he's going to be mauled by five Eagles in the backfield. May have gotten back to the line of scrimmage. He faked the handoff to Barber and looked like he was going to try to run an option, but it was snuffed out. He couldn't do anything but eat it. Well, he made one man miss him, and then when he turned back in, the pursuit just took him down right away. As, uh, there's just nowhere to run with the football. All executed a play from Providence defense. They took that pitch away, if that's what Harville was going to do, and he tried to cut it up, and when he did, there was four other Eagles there ready to tackle him to the ground, third and ten. You just can't run an offense with the penetration that no. Providence is getting. No, you can't. 50 seconds and counting here in the quarter. He's going to drop back his Harville. He's got a second. He's going to throw it long. It's short. Lewis is going to knock it down incomplete. Another good defensive play. Yeah, a lot of contact, but Lewis was able to get his head around back to the corner. I think that saved him. It appeared there was hand fighting from, from both the receiver and the defender there. There was an official just two yards away. Didn't call anything. He, he never even looked at his flag, so, yeah, it's uh, – Lewis did a nice job on that one. 38 seconds left. We would say uh, the Lions will punt, but we are in Eagle territory, and we're almost in the what-have-you-got-to-lose mode right now, so we'll see what happens. Providence has all three of their timeouts left, so you got to be careful with Houston County. You don't want to give them the ball. We're at midfield. Three seconds on the play clock. They're never going to get this off, and they'll have to call a timeout, save five yards. That's their final time out of the half, and they will. That was just a slow to develop as to exactly what Houston County wanted to do there, just punch the ball away or try something. And with 38 seconds left, you're in Providence territory. Maybe you can – maybe one of your wideouts makes a play and anything can happen. Yeah, you got nothing to lose at this point. You're trailing by 29 points. But you got to get the play in and get it off. Exactly right. They'll talk about it, and – if, depending on what happens here, obviously an incomplete pass would uh, would kill the clock, so we'll see what happens. But we are under the 40-second play clock. Well, a change of possession would. That is correct. That's correct. Providence is already back on the field. Houston County still talking about it. It's been a fun half for this Providence defense. And, uh, as I said, they've just made a living in the Houston County backfield. Yeah, and a lot like last year, Lance, this team just enjoys playing football together. They've played a lot of football with each other, and they just enjoy each other's company and getting out here and playing. Bishop's coming over and saying uh, he's saying something to the uh, Houston County sideline. you got to come back out. <laughs> 
Let's go, guys. It's almost like in basketball where, you know, you give them the one whistle and then you give them the second whistle about 20 seconds later. Like, I'm not kidding. Yeah, they can start the clock, and they are. Yeah. Start the play clock. Fourth and ten from the Providence 48. 38 seconds left to go in the half. They're going to look, go back into quick kick formation. Again, quarterback is five yards away from the line of scrimmage. He, he looks to throw. He's going to throw it. He throws it out of bounds. Yeah, that had no chance. No, that's again, and you know, Lewis has uh, they they thrown to his man each time, and it hasn't worked yet. So you, you felt like they were setting something up with those quick kicks, and so that, they showed it there. But again, no chance of completing it. Up twenty-nine to nothing with thirty-two seconds left. I'm assuming either they just run it up the middle, or they take a knee here and go to the locker. I think you run it if you get good yardage. You call your timeout, and then you try to score. McClintock will bring his team to the line of scrimmage. They're going to mark the ball at the 49-yard line of Providence. Two wide to the right. Gordon is to McClintock's left. He's going to throw a quick hitch. It's caught, and he'll be hauled down right there. Good defensive play for uh, Khalil Johnson there for Houston County. The receiver was Jackson Colley. They're not going to call the timeout, so they're going to let it run. 17-16 and counting. That will be the last play of the first half. So three holding penalties on the first drive for, for Providence, and then after that they've pretty much done what they wanted to as the final seconds of the first half. Six off, and those teams will head to the locker room. Your score at the half, 29 to nothing. We will take a three-minute break. When we come back, we'll break down the first half right here on the ball. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616. 685-3616. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. A proud supporter of local high school football. If you haven't discovered it already, you've got to try the cellar. Lunch, dinner, catering, game day trays for your tailgate parties, and the finest butcher shop and wine shop around. Come see the new menu, the remodeled dining room and bar, as well as the new private event room. That's right. The cellar now has two rooms to book private on-site catering events, and they deliver as well. Open Monday through Thursday from 10 to 9, and open until 10 on Friday and Saturday. Come in and treat yourself at the cellar. Members of Wiregrass Electric Co-op are turning small coins into big change through Operation Roundup. By rounding up their electric bill, participating members help build playgrounds, send deserving students to college, help wounded warriors, equip firefighters, and so much more. As your trusted and preferred energy provider, WEC is proud to support our community and sincerely thank all who participate in Operation Roundup. Auto Expo's friendly and knowledgeable sales staff is here to help you find the pre-owned car you deserve, priced to fit your budget. Mike Jones hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody Falk proudly offer for sale. Shop online in their virtual showroom at AutoExpoAL.com or come by the store at 4083 Ross Clark Circle across from the Holiday Inn Express. Buying a great pre-owned car is easy when you know the right people. Call Auto Expo at 673-1818. At MD. Service devoted to green. If you're looking for a place to throw your garbage, pick up the phone. 
Go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business, apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618-T, W-296-DQ, Dothan. Welcome back. We are at halftime. The Providence Christian Band entertaining the home folks here. And the Providence Christian Eagles have been entertaining the home folks during the first half. The Eagles lead 29 to nothing over Houston County, and we are at halftime. Again, the first drive for Providence uh, resulted in three holding penalties, and that stalled it. But then after that, it uh, was all Providence, almost all on the ground. A couple of touchdown runs from Grant Weatherford, a couple of touchdown runs from Wise Gordon and very few penalties after that opening drive. Yeah, that opening drive, we thought, here we go again with the penalties. As you said, the three penalties, they've cleaned that up the rest of the way, and uh, they played a really uh, clean football game. And it's really been a mismatch, Lance, and it's up front. The Providence offensive line is just blowing the defensive line of Houston County out the ball, and then vice versa. The Providence defensive line is just getting penetration on the Houston County offensive line. So uh, they're kind of doing what they want to. If, if they want to just run the football in the second half, which you feel like they probably will, you know, they'll, they'll be able to run this thing out pretty quickly and uh, move on to the next week. Scoring began with three minutes and four seconds left in the first quarter. Grant Weatherford scored on a seven-yard run. Wise Gordon ran in for the two-point conversion. Put the Eagles up eight to nothing. Early in the second, it was Gordon from five yards out. That made it 15 to nothing after the extra point from John Jeter. Then... About five minutes later, Gordon with his second touchdown of the night, an eight-yard touchdown run, 5.56 left in the second quarter. That made it 22 to nothing. And then Weatherford added his second score on a nine-yard touchdown run with 2.20 remaining in the second quarter. And that's how you have your 29 to nothing score. Over on the other side, Mark, as we said, it's just a, a matchup, a nightmare for Houston County. They just haven't been able to generate any offense. One first down in the first half and just no, um, well, not only no penetration or no forward movement from that offensive line, it's been the other way around. Yeah, and it's, you know, the problem is that uh, their first game and they're, they're mismatched with Providence. So you wonder about that thought process as to why last week they didn't at least play a jamboree to kind of get their feet wet because they really look like a team playing their first game tonight. If they're not in sync. They can't get in rhythm offensively. Providence has a lot to do with that. But, but they're even having trouble punting the football, and they're doing that quick kick where they motion out of a, a regular offensive set into that quick kick. And I'm not sure that's the right thing to do. But, you know, that's, that's up to the coaching staff over there. I'm not going to question them. But uh, just can't get any kind of rhythm or sync, and uh, it's going to be a long second half if they don't. Yeah, just as you said, a lot of – what we saw in high school football and even college football in the first week of action with 
some uh, some motion, uh, jumping off sides pre-snap, not being able to get the playoff in time. Uh, Houston County's had to call a couple of timeouts to keep that from happening. Uh, it's their first game, and as we always say, the cliche, it's a cliche because cliches are normally true. You make the most improvement from week one to week two. I know Coach Atkins will be trying to find some some ways to encourage his players to uh, work on some of the things that didn't go well in the first half. And they're a young ball club. They didn't have a lot of returning starters, so that's playing against them as well. Again, you know, this game does not hurt them in region play. I think you take it for what it is, you try to get better, and then you move on and don't worry about it. Exactly. Uh, I think so. Now, Providence gets the ball to start action in the third quarter. When action resumes, I'm assuming you will see the starters out for that position. If they do score, then maybe some substitutions after that. Yeah, I think you, you handle like a preseason NFL game that you let the starters start the second half. If they score and go up uh, by 36 to nothing, then you start pulling them and putting the young guys in. The uh, Providence cheerleaders are now being introduced here at halftime. That's your recap of the first half of action here at Providence. We will take a two-minute break when we come back. Scores from around the Wiregrass, including some interesting developments over at Ripley Stadium tonight. We'll talk to you about that when we come back. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aww. Okay, I'm out. Nice doggy. Ow, that's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. Want to take your nursing career in a new direction? Southeast Health is hiring 30 nurses in 30 days the entire month of September for med surge, critical care, and emergency services. With signing bonuses up to $15,000, depending on experience. To interview, just walk in any Wednesday in September between 8 and 5 p.m. Or schedule an interview on another weekday. For details, visit southeasthealth.org slash nursing. Discover your next new Buick at Action of Dothan. Drive away in the 2019 Buick Encore with 20% below MSRP or total savings of 5374 Save thousands on the 2019 Buick Regal Tour X with 16% below MSRP or total savings of 6381 Discover your new Buick at Action of Dothan in-store or online at actionofdothan.com. Experience the new Buick. Are you ready for action? Action Credit seat dealer for complete details. Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. Welcome back. We're about midway through halftime here at Providence. The Eagles lead Houston County 29 to nothing. Some scores from around the Wiregrass, including right over at Rip Stadium. Mark, uh, it's a good start for the Dothan Tigers with a 19 to nothing lead over Ranked Wetumpka. But uh, Justin McNelly, for Tanker for WTVY, is reporting that uh, 
Dothan head coach Smitty Grider received two unsportsmanlike conduct penalties after Dothan's third touchdown of the game and was ejected. That's the report coming from Justin McNelly. It seems like an odd time to get those kind of penalties. Um, usually if that happens, you're trying to to fire your team up. But up 19 to nothing, not sure what happened there, but uh, apparently something set him off. And, uh, you know, getting thrown out like that, that's a penalty or a fine coming back to the school by the state. So you certainly hate to see that. And, you know, you hate to see any time the head coach gets – just thrown out of a game because they really need him on the sidelines. That's right. And at least uh, according to McNelly from WTVY, it happened about a little over 20 minutes ago. It came on the ensuing kickoff after Dothan's touchdown to go up 19 to nothing. I don't know what he saw or what he thought the officials should have seen that they did not see. But uh, nonetheless, uh, that appears to be the situation. And now you're looking at an associate head coach, an assistant coach, having to try to guide the Tigers to what would be a really big win over a ranked team at home. Yeah, absolutely. Is there. I'm sorry, the Wolves. <laughs> I knew I was going to do it. The Wolves over a ranked team at home. You know, that would be a big win for this team. After last week, they went to, to Thompson to play Clay Chogrell and uh, got beat up there against a very good 6A team, I might add. But uh, this, this would be a huge win for them if they could pull it off tonight. We've got some other scores from around the Wiregrass as well, Mark. Yeah, we got uh, New Brockton. We saw last week they're trailing Brantley twenty-seven to nothing. Slocum over Cottonwood seven to nothing. Right now, I think that's been updated. The Slocum is now twenty-one to seven. Twenty-one to seven. Dale County up over GW Long nine to nothing. Houston Academy, who we have next week at Brundage taking off over, taking on Pike County, they're tied fourteen to fourteen at the half with McKenzie. A little bit of a surprise there. Uh, up on up on Elba fifteen to fourteen in the second quarter. I have no score from Pike County and Abbeville Christian. Is it still showing the first quarter? Um, Wicksburg and Daleville, no score, score reported right now. Uh, just a couple of others from the Wiregrass. We have Ufala up on Beauregard, 42-7, to with 4-0-1 left in the second quarter. And uh, Ufala is a an area, a region opponent for, for Dothan a little bit later on in the year. So we'll give you other scores as we become aware of them. But right now, the last thing we have heard from Ripview Stadium, the Wolves lead Wetumpka 19 to nothing, And um, have some others that, uh, that we'll try to get to you. But that's probably going to be a very interesting second half for Dothan. It's, with... it's now 26 to nothing, Dothan. Wow. Um, here's a, a report from, from someone who is right there on the sidelines at Ripview Stadium. Apparently, Coach Grider was ejected after two personal fouls were, were assessed for arguing a block in the back call against Dothan on the kickoff after Dothan went up 19 to nothing. So now Coach Gillespie, the assistant head coach and offensive coordinator, is taking over the team, and we'll see how it goes. Apparently pretty well. He's already helped the team get yeah. another touchdown. Up 26 to nothing, and, you know, that, that's, a, that's a pretty big lead on anybody. So it's going to be – looks like it could be a, a good night from the scoreboard-wise for, for Dothan tonight. We'll give some other scores that you may be interested in. Uh, Kinston leads Samson 3 to nothing at the half. Uh, from over around Montgomery, Sarah Land, who's very good. They're number one in their classification, leads BC Rain 21 to nothing in the second quarter. Uh, Faith Academy over Bayside Academy. It seems like Bayside always comes here yeah. for a playoff game, played Daleville or somebody. 20 to nothing. Faith Academy leads that game. Uh, let's 
see. Uh, Enterprise yeah. playing Charles Henderson tonight. I don't have a score yet. It's still got a zero to zero score. But Enterprise coming off that heartbreaking loss last week to North Miami Beach on the last second touchdown. Halftime in Prattville. Prattville leads Stanhill Belmore 21 to nothing. Should be a good game in Auburn. Auburn leads Opelika 7 to nothing at the half. And let's see. Thompson, Dothan was up at Thompson uh, last week. They played Clay Chalkville, but Thompson leads Foley 14 to nothing. And those are some scores from up a little bit north of us. So uh, we're still at halftime. Providence leads Houston County 29 to nothing. We'll take a two minute break. We'll come back, talk some more football right here on the ball. Hey, this is Brad Price for Tri State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616. 685-3616. Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration, a proud supporter of local high school football. Come experience Dothan's new finest casual dining experience at The Cellar. Everyone already knows they have the best steaks and wine around. But now you can dine in every night in addition to picking up dinner to take home. And hurry up and book your Christmas party because December is just around the corner and they're filling up fast. The Cellar, Dothan's finest steaks, wine, and dining experience. Treat yourself tonight at The Cellar. Wiregrass Electric Cooperative is more than a power provider. We are a dedicated member of this community, and we care about the education and development of our young people. That's why WEC is a proud sponsor of our local athletic programs. High school sports teach our youth teamwork, dedication, and leadership. As your trusted, preferred energy provider, Wiregrass Electric Cooperative is focused on developing leaders today who will make our community better tomorrow. Welcome back. We're still at halftime. Providence leads Houston County 29 to nothing. We'll turn our, our attention to tomorrow. Marks the marquee game in college football. It takes place in Dallas. It involves Auburn and Oregon. Two ranked teams. The only two top 25 teams playing each other. It's a, a tight point spread as Auburn is a three, three and a half point favorite in this game. Starting a true freshman quarterback up on the other side, a Heisman Trophy contender one of the top uh, at least projected picks in the NFL draft next year. So there's a lot of intrigue around this game. Yeah, there really is. And it's going to come down to the freshman quarterback, Bo Nix. And last you got to remember, though, it's not like he won that job by default. That's right. He went out and won that starting job as a true freshman. But he's almost been groomed ever since his daddy, Patrick Nix, played at Auburn for that. So I, I don't think that the moment's going to be too big for him. Uh but you always worry about a freshman quarterback, how they're going to handle situations. He's confident, you know, not cocky, but he seems really confident about his abilities, and that's good. 
And so, uh, you know, it depends on how quickly he settles into a rhythm and, and can run that mouth on offense. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts in that, so he, he's got to be able to get the ball where it needs to be and get them out of bad place. But, uh, you know, I think Auburn will, will has a good chance of coming away with a victory on that one. Hope you were able to hear the Lindy Sports Report leading into high school football action here tonight. Lynn Scarborough from Lindy's. Not only on the Lindy Sports Report tonight, but also on the game plan. Wednesday, we were visiting with Lynn. He's going to the game, and he will certainly be rooting for Auburn, but he thinks Oregon in this game. Mario Cristobal, the head coach there at Oregon, he's trying to build an SEC-like team out there uh, with Oregon. Uh, of course, the, uh, the experienced quarterback, a good offensive line, possibly neutralizing Auburn's strength there on the defensive front. He likes Oregon, but uh, I really like Auburn in this, and just just for the sheer fact, Mark, that when a Pac-12 team has really tried to step up against a team from another conference, it hasn't in quite some time. Washington-Auburn was very similar last year, and I, I really like Auburn to run the ball, control the clock, and win the game. Yeah, if you hadn't seen Oregon play in a while, you're not going to recognize what they're running. It's not that run and gun and shooting stuff that they had when, when Kelly was the coach out there. You're right, Cristobal has taken that blueprint from Nick Saban, built that big offensive line and going to try to run power football out there. But I think, you know, you're just you're playing into Auburn's hands a little bit by doing that. I think Auburn's front's going to be uh, able to penetrate, much like Providence has here tonight, and uh, it's going to be tough sledding for Oregon to run the football. Despite a 34-point spread between Alabama and Duke, there's a little intrigue in that game as well. Uh, there's a, a report this week that possibly four players, starters, will be benched for uh, some of that game, although Nick Saban would not confirm that. In fact, he called the report misinformation, but conceivably Alabama could be without its top two running backs for a half, without its uh, leading edge rusher for some portion of the game, and one of its feats to receivers. And uh, Dylan Moses, the signal caller for the defense, out with a torn ACL. It hasn't made Vegas move the spread an inch against Duke, but that's not how you want to start a season off. It is not. You don't want to start with that. Those kind of problems hanging over your head. But I don't think it's make a dime's worth of difference. I think Alabama will go out and have their way with Duke. The good thing is they're not playing a marquee opponent in, right. in one of the big games over the first uh, Labor Day weekend. So uh, that's going to help them. But I don't think that Duke can be able to stay with Alabama no matter who's running the ball or who's uh, at the linebacker position. Finally, Mark, the beginning of the Chip Lindsay era at Troy – tomorrow against Campbell, 5 o'clock kickoff. You can listen to that game right here on the ball, pregame at 445. I think this is a good opponent for Troy because they're going to find out a lot about themselves, how the coaching staff gels. you got some guys that Chip brought in. You've got some guys that were there from last year. Same with a new mix of players as well. It's a team that they should be. You can make some mistakes and still win. So uh, hopefully a good crowd as well to support Chip Lindsey as he gets ready to begin his uh, – his head coaching career. Yeah, I think you're right. It's a game they should win, but Chip Lindsey's first game under the headset is the uh, head coach. You're going to probably see some mistakes out there. You're going to see some problems with getting personnel in and out, simply because it's his first game. But uh, you're right. It'll get some – hopefully get the rest knocked off of them and, and get everything in line because uh, in two weeks, Southern Miss comes into town, so they better be ready to go. You're exactly right. So 2.30 for Alabama. That's on ABC. 6, 6, 6 30. 6.30 for Auburn. For Auburn on ABC. If you want to watch Troy, you've got to subscribe to ESPN+. Plus. That's the streaming option for ESPN. But you can certainly listen to it 
right here on the ball bearing McKnight and company with the call. We are about one minute away from getting the third quarter underway. We'll take that one-minute break, and when we come back, we'll have third-quarter action right here on the ball. Ooh, what a great way to enjoy retirement. Yeah, retirement will be a little more enjoyable if I didn't have to worry about what the stock market was going to do. Well, you don't. What do you mean? No, if you're looking for a way to safely earn more in your savings, try All In. All In Credit Union? Yeah, that's right. All In Credit Union has some of the best CD rates you'll find, and they've just launched a new mega CD. Uh, what's a mega CD? Well, All In's mega CD offers the protection of insured funds for CDs from 500000 to $5 million. Wow, sounds like I can safely protect the money I've spent a lifetime earning by saving with All In. Oh, yeah, and the best part is All In is offering a 60-month CD that pays 3.34% APY, whether you're investing $1,000 or $5 million. They even offer a nine-month penalty-free CD if you want to start earning more now without worrying about moving your money later, which, of course, you won't want to because their rates and their employees are the best. Sounds like you're all into saving at All In Credit Union, man. Uh, that would be a birdie for me. If your advice is as good as your golf game, I'm headed to All In right now. Certain restrictions apply. Visit allincu.com for details. Federally insured by NC. Welcome back. We're going to be into third quarter action in just a minute or so. Here, Providence leads Houston County 29 to nothing. A couple of score updates over across town at Ripview Stadium. Wetumpka is on the board. Uh, now it is 26 to 6. But as Dothan leads to that game, and again, if you're just joining us, that game now without Coach Smitty Grider, he was ejected in the first half. Two personal foul penalties on Coach Grider for arguing a block in the back call on a kickoff after Dothan went up 19 to nothing. So your offensive coordinator, Coach Gillespie, is trying to bring that uh, home opening win into uh, a smooth landing there and 26 to 6 there. And as you said, an update on Enterprise as well up on Charles Henderson. Up on Charles Henderson, 22 to 6. And they are at the half now. 22 to 6 at the half enterprise up on Charles Henderson. Now, Providence will receive to start the third quarter up 29 to nothing. We've talked about what may or may not take place if the Eagles punch this first possession in. They've scored on every possession but the first one. Kickoff is in the air. It is caught by Hayes Lewis at the 20. He dodges one man, looks to try to make some room to the 30. 35, 40, 45. 50, waits for his blockers, and he'll be hauled down at the 43-yard line as Hayes Lewis just patiently, patiently, yeah. patiently waited. He, he really did. He looked like he was out for just a jog in the pocket <laughs> first, and then uh, turned on the afterburners and was able to get it into Houston County territory. Caught that kick in the air at the 20 and just weaved his way through line defenders. Got some good blocks along the way, and again, good field position. This is where Providence has been almost the entire game inside Houston County territory. First and 10 from the 44. Same personnel we saw in the first half. Uh, say that. I don't think why going not, not in. Uh, that's Gus Goldsboro back there with McClintock. McClintock's going to look to throw. He had the Hayes Lewis hoping he catches the 30. 25, 20, calls out at the 18-yard line. I thought he had overthrown him, but yeah. he made adjustment there by Hayes Lewis. And got to say that Hayes Lewis adjusted on the ball, caught it over his shoulder, brought it in and get it, got it down to inside the 20-yard line. Great play there by Lewis to catch that ball and then got yards down to the 19-yard line. And, yes, you're correct. Gus Goldsboro is the uh, bat there. Uh, Bob Gordon is on the side. I don't think he's hurt. I think they're just resting him. I think so. Uh, 29 to nothing again. He appears to be okay. He's still in shoulder pads, but his helmet's off on the sideline. Here is Goldsboro to McClintock's right. 
and it's going to be a handoff to him. He moves into the 20, 15, 10, 5. Fumbles at the goal line, falls on it in the end zone. Touchdown, Providence. And it looks like he's going to saunter into the end zone, and a good defensive play punched the ball out of the one, went into the end zone about five yards deep. Goldsboro throws on it, touchdown, Providence. Yeah, that was an adventurous touchdown there, as you're right. It got popped out from behind. Lucky it didn't go out the back of the end zone for a touchback. Right. Uh, we've got a player down for Houston County. He is slow to get up, so they'll delay the extra point here for a moment. But Goldsboro, uh, you name it, uh, Weatherford, Gordon, Goldsboro, they've all had big holes to run through. Goldsboro did a good job of hitting the gap exactly where he was supposed to hit it and then, uh, again, not being touched, of course, until right there at the end when, when he caught it the ball. Absolutely. Fresh legs. You know, I know they're coming out of the half, but he, he hadn't carried the ball a lot in that first half. So he saw that hole, and he went through it pretty quickly. And uh, Providence now, I think, can pull the reins back and start pulling some of their other starters out. 35 nothing, pending the extra point. 11.05 here to go in the second quarter. We don't have a number on the young man that is still down for Houston County. It appears to be a lineman who is being treated by the trainers right now. They're going it looks to the like they're bringing a liquid out there, too. So maybe, maybe it's a cram. I hope so. Very well could be. Uh, it's not uh, stifling hot, but it is humid. We saw some cramps last week in the second half of games, but they are taking their time with him. So uh, it, it appears the Eagles is over for Wise Gordon. It may be over for some other uh, Eagles as well as now 35 to nothing pending this extra point. Yeah, I think you just start pulling them out so they don't get hurt. Uh, this game is not in doubt anymore. Uh, they've got region play to start next week, so uh, they, they really need to be healthy and ready for that. Looks like they're trying to get uh, the young man up now. He is uh, sitting up. That's a good sign as uh, they had him on his back uh, while they were treating him. They've got him into a seated position. He's at about the 21-yard line. Again, the trainers are still taking care of him. I believe his uh, his family has uh, hopped out there just to make sure that he's okay. Uh, the official there is also there. See, they do have him up now. It looks like a leg injury. He's hobbling. It does. Um, numbers are really difficult to see there, but I believe that is Aaron Mims uh, as he appears to be favoring his right leg. Uh, having trouble putting weight on his right leg, and he will be assisted off the field there, and we certainly hope it's nothing serious. Aaron Mims is a junior returning starter for Houston County. They didn't have a lot of returning starters, but he is one of them. We certainly hope that the situation, maybe the ankle just rolled over, and uh, if you've ever rolled an ankle, you, you know how painful that can be. That's right. It's something that you can recover from, but we do not know what uh, precipitated the uh, Mims going down. We hope it's nothing serious. They're going to come back out for the extra point now. 11.05, again, that was a uh, touchdown run from Gus Goldsboro to put Providence up 35 to nothing. John Jeter is lining up to kick the extra point. I think he's been perfect on the year. If yeah, I'm yes. Done a very nice job. This will be his uh, fourth extra point. I hope I didn't jinx him. Here is the snap. Here's the hold. Here's the kick. It is no good. Sorry, John. 
I'll, I'll own that one. That one's on me. So, with 11.05 left to go, third quarter, Providence 35, Houston County nothing. We'll take a one-minute break and be back with more action right here on the ball. Let Auto Expo show you how easy it is to buy a quality used car in Dothan. They believe fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right leads to satisfied repeat buyers. Mike Jones and Moody Farr would love to assist you with the purchase of your next pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Mike hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody proudly offer for sale. Check them out on the web, autoexpoal.com, or give them a call, 673-1888-673. 1818. One call takes care of all that garbage. Call Ronnie Knotts or Scott Smith at Mark Dunning Industries for quick delivery and low prices. Dial 
Houston County. If they have a manageable third down here, you certainly do want to get back up. But that's just the case of a young quarterback not noticing the play clock. I don't think he ever glanced at it. Well, what he tried to do was draw them off sides. When they didn't jump, it kind of has surprised him, and uh, they were left without a play to run. They'll talk over this third and about three yards from the 38-yard line. You don't. You don't think you're going to get it up the middle where they've had any success on the ground. It's been to the pitches outside. In fact, Houston County's only first down in the first half came on a pitch to Cameron Enlow. He got the corner on Providence, and uh, that resulted in the only first down in the first half for Houston County. And if you're Houston County, that's all you're doing is you're playing each play to win each play and string together some positive plays. So if they pick up a first down here, then that's definitely positive momentum in the direction they need to go. Houston County trots back out on the field. Providence is ready at the line of scrimmage. Third and three early in the third quarter. Again, Providence in control, 35 to nothing in this game. We're looking for small victories. If for Houston County, this first down would be one of them. Harville takes his team to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a inside handoff. It's a fumble. Harville picks it up. He's going to be swarmed under at the 27-yard line. A loss of five, six yards, and uh, that was an inside there's a fake one way, and then they count the other way. The ball, the exchange on the handoff, went to the ground, and Harville had nothing to do but pick it up and, and well, he swore Well, it up. he reversed out, and he over-exaggerates a pitch. He throw it real hard like you're going to pitch the ball outside, which is the play they've been running. Then he went to, to hand it off inside, and I don't know that he ever had timing on that play at all. It is uh, fourth and about at the 29-yard line, and here we go again. Uh, normal formation, now they're going to go out to a quick kick formation for Harville. little movement there. There's a fumble, and it's going to be picked up by Harville, and he's going to be swarmed under by Jackson Colley back inside the 20-yard line. It'll be Providence ball. They've just got to come up with a different way to punt this yeah. ball out, Mark. I don't know if they don't have a deep snap or what it is, but uh, that's not working, and that's going to halt them all season if they don't get it fixed. This is the third time this in the game that either a botch punt, a punt straight up in the air, or some or snap has caused a disaster for Houston County. Providence is now going to have the ball at the Houston County 24-yard line. New quarterback in the game for Providence is number 12. Jake Smith is under center. We saw Smith a little bit last week in the win over New Brockton. We also have a new uh, a new back. It is Christian, Christian Durden. Durden, and it's going to be Durden. He's going to get outside and fall forward to the 19-yard line. It'll be about five yards for Durden. We've got uh, several new players in for Providence. Yeah, I think they've still got the first-team line in. Because I do see Colby Pilcher still in the game, number 50. So they, they're probably going to just uh, phase some of them in and out. Okay, Harrison Mims is in the game. Uh, let's see. We have Tullis um, Nelson in the game. So your skill position players are new, and you've got your same offensive line. That's right. Under eight minutes left in the third quarter. 35 to nothing Providence, second and five from the 19. Smith is going to keep it, and he's going to be hauled down at the line of scrimmage. Probably no gain there for Smith. And we saw that a lot last week at New Brockton. Smith kept the ball a lot when he was in the game. And, of course, every time you run the ball, that's 40 seconds off the game clock. 
Goldsboro back in the game now. Third and five from the 19. So it'll be interesting to see here. We believe uh, John Jeter has the leg. It'll be interesting to see if they give you the up that field goal here. Here is Smith. Takes the snap. He's going to keep it. He's going to get the first down, I believe. He's, yes, he is at the 11-yard line. That's going to be a gain of about eight yards. Jake Smith, again, just takes the handoff, runs right behind the, the man that he faked to and follows him on in the hole, and he gets eight yards. Showed some speed as he bursts through that hole. Brings up a first and ten just outside the 10-yard line. McKenzie up now on Houston Academy, 21-14 to in the third quarter. We'll try to keep track of that game. Apparently there's a penalty foul. It's a sideline warning against Houston County. Yep, you've got to keep uh, – players off the edge of the sideline there is that line judge or the side judge he, he, he walks that edge and you have to be very careful there to give him the room to do his job so there is a sideline warning and that's all just a warning first and 10 from the 11 yard line they can get a first down at the one in Providence play clock down to 20 seconds as Smith comes back from the sideline should be plenty of time to get this play off yeah, I think they want that clock to run as much as they can. The uh, back is Christian Durden next to Smith. It's going to be Durden. He's at the 10, the 5, and he'll fall there as that will set up a second and about uh, four or five yards for Providence. Yeah, just to sweep around that left side, he did a nice job of following his blocking, and he fell forward. Uh, when, at the end of the play to pick up the yardage. So it'll be uh, second down and five. We probably will get a heat timeout after this play, and again, it could coincide with the score if uh, Providence does score here. Uh, same thing happened in the first half. They can pick up a first down at about the one-and-a-half-yard line. Ten seconds on the play clock as they break the huddle here, so they'll have to hurry a little bit. Six seconds, five, four, three, to the snap. It's an inside handoff. It's not going to go anywhere. The runner will be tackled at the five. It is Harrison Mims. And that will be the heat break. That'll bring up third in about four yards. We'll take a one-minute break. We'll come back with more action right here on the ball. The go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business. Apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd & Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. Welcome back to Providence Ball Deep in Houston County Territory. Providence has third in about four from the, well, just inside the Houston County six-yard line, so they can get a first down if they get it to about the one-yard line. Could be an interesting decision if they don't pick up the first down to see if Keenan Keith will go for the field goal or he'll just run another play. 
They're going to go ahead and let some more clock bleed off here as we get under the five-and-a-half-minute mark. Smith takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to uh, – that's him. Is he in there? No. Let's see who's in that third and touchdown. Touchdown on the inside handoff as uh, Christian Durden hurdles into the end zone to touchdown. So make it 41 to nothing, Providence over Houston County. And, again, just big holes. Yeah, I just ran through with a nice job of ending it, going through there and uh, scoring the touchdown. Great job there from Christian Durden to get on the board. Jeter getting ready to kick this extra point. I'm just not going to say anything since I jinxed him last Yeah, he probably wished you wouldn't. Yeah. That one is going to be good. It was a line drive. That was ugly. He kind of had to kick to avoid a, a player that was diving for that. In fact, I think the guy that dived has some cramps now. Um, but nonetheless, 42 to nothing. We'll take a one-minute break. Be back with more action right after this. Want to take your nursing career in a new direction? Southeast Health is hiring 30 nurses in 30 days the entire month of September for med surge, critical care, and emergency services with signing bonuses up to $15,000, depending on experience. To interview, just walk in any Wednesday in September between 8 and 5 p.m. or schedule an interview on another weekday. For details, visit southeasthealth.org slash nursing. Step up and into a new GMC from Action Adolphin. Step into the 2019 GMC Terrain with 16% below MSRP or total savings of 6968 Save on the 2019 GMC Yukon with 10% below MSRP or total savings of 8048 Step up, step in, and drive away in a new GMC from Action Adolphin. Shop in store or online at actionadolphin.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Are you ready for action? Action with approved credit, see dealer for complete details. Welcome back. Lance Griffin and Mark Stewart in here. Thanks so much for listening to live high school football here on the ball. Providence leads Houston County 42 to nothing. John Jeter getting ready to kick off to the Lions. This one is a squibber. It is hauled in at the 34-yard line by a Lion, and he will be swarmed at about the 38-yard line. That's where Houston County will take over. Providence doing a lot better job this year covering kickoffs. In the past, that's been a kind of Achilles heel for them. And that's why they started with those onside kicks and those uh, squib kicks because they didn't do a good job of covering. But looks like they've shored that up and uh, doing a nice job on special teams. Plenty of uh, new players in on the defensive side there for Providence. As a matter of fact, having a little bit of confusion as to who's in and who's out, but I think they have the uh, correct 11 on the field now. First and 10 from the 38. 4.30 and counting left to go here in the third quarter. Your quarterback for Houston County is Jason Harville. He's going to take snap. Uh, he's going to the ground. Yeah, I don't think that snap ever, ever was consummated, and Providence falls on it. Let's see who got that. I want to say that uh, John Jeter. I believe that is your right. John Jeter is the one who got it. It was, again, by the time Harville tried to hand the ball off to Barber, there were two Eagles in the backfield already. They messed up the exchange. The ball fell on the ground. John Jeter dove on the ball, and that's exactly where Providence takes over at the Houston County 38. That's the second team, Providence defensive line, and there's a nice job by them coming in the game and getting that penetration. 
Let's go. Uh, let's see. It is a Durden next to Jake Smith here, and now there's a whistle. And uh, do we have a timeout? Oh, they got too many men on the field. Illegal participation, I believe. I believe they've got 12 men yeah. out there. They did throw the flag, and you're correct. The person in charge of counting them counted 12. Four. And they ran yeah. two off, but I think they still, the math says they still needed to run one more off. So that will move the ball five yards. And the play clock is running. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, the game clock is running, and I believe at a certain uh, margin, I believe yeah, that it's, can it's happen. It's going to continue to clock. First and five from the 33-yard line. I think both coaches have to agree to it. I think so. Here's Jake Smith. He's going to hand off to Durden. Durden up the middle to the 27, 25, maybe. 26, 25-yard line. A little bit of burst there for Durden. The hole on the right side opened up for him. Lance, I'm impressed. The second-team offense and second-team defense for Providence is not missing a beat once they come into the game. That'll be a first down for Providence, let's call it the 25-yard line of Houston County, 223 the clock right now, at least continuously moving as it is a 42 to nothing Providence lead. Yeah, and I think that's the best thing to do. I would think so, and again, I do believe both coaches need to agree to that, and that is probably the right thing to do. Here's Smith. He takes the snap. He's going to hand off Dirt. Dirt pops it outside. They select, though, right there at the 24-yard line. Holds on to the ball, but a good play by Houston County as it may be the first one-on-one tackle that Houston County's made in the game. It's been a little bit difficult trying to corral Grant Weatherford, Wise, Gordon, and company in Durden. He took the lick himself. He did. He had the defensive player for Houston County had the angle on him, and he, he met him with a lot of momentum and brought him down for the hit. 1.30 and counting as the uh, game clock uh, continuously runs here in the third quarter. It is second and nine from the 24-yard line. Third in motion. It's going to be an inside handoff to Mims. Mims to the 20. He does make two people miss. He's at the 19-yard line. A couple yards short of the first down, but a good uh, run there. He picked his way through there and did a nice job of getting it upfield. That was a play kind of designed to cut straight after you take it, and he bounced it outside, got some extra yards. They'll call him down at the 19. That'll bring up third down and uh, long three. Mims is a ninth grader. This uh, could be the last play of the third quarter. No, I think they've got to get this play off because of the play clock. I mean, yeah, so I'm this one coming up. Uh, Smith. With Durden to his left. He's in motion now. He's going to run to his right. He's going to try to get to the corner. Now he's going to try to turn it up. He does. He gets the first down. He'll be tackled about the 10-yard line between the 11 and the 10. First down for Providence. Either first and 10 or first and goal. We'll see where they mark the ball. Nice block outside by Durden as he was able to square up his defender out there. And uh, give uh, Smith the room to run. Looks like the nose of the ball may be touching the 10-yard line. If it is, that will be first and goal. We'll see what they do when we come back. That's the last play of the third quarter. Providence 42, Houston County nothing. We'll be back in one minute with more action right here on the ball. 
voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. Hey, this is Brad Price for Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Welcome back. It'll be first and, I believe, goal for Providence at the 10-yard line of Houston County when we resume play in just a second. The last score we have from Ripkew Stadium, Dothan, the 26 with Pumpka 6, we'll keep an eye on that. Again, if you're just joining us, Dothan is without head coach Smitty Grider. He was ejected in the first half uh, for arguing a, a call or a non-call. He got two unsportsmanlike conduct penalties back-to-back. That resulted in an ejection. And we'll see if Dothan can hold on for the win. Lance, another surprising score. Daleville up on Wispo's 44-14. Wow, we did not expect that. Here's Jake Smith. He takes the snap. It's an inside handoff to Mims. He's going to get corralled for a loss of about a yard, maybe two, in the backfield. That one was a little bit uh, sloppy. and there was slow developing, developing, yeah. Uh, again, and these are all backups, so that is understandable. So it will be second and goal from 11-yard line. Continuous clock running here most of the third quarter and now the fourth quarter as well. Smith is going to the sideline. He gets the play from actually now – they're going to call an official timeout. I believe a Mims either has some blood or an equipment issue as uh, they are looking at him. And the trainer's going to walk Mims over and they'll see about that. Lance, Greg Walker and his team do a great job with this field, as always. Yeah. One of the nicest fields in the area. It is a beautiful setup here at Providence. Second and goal from just inside the Houston County 12. Here is Smith. He's going to hand it off up the middle to Durden. Durden's going to fall forward maybe inside the 10, between the 9 and the 10-yard line, and we'll bring up third and goal. Providence not really worrying about the scoring right now. They just want to run this clock and get out of here with no injuries. Just want to see if that uh, second string of four Providence can execute, and for the most part, they have. They have. They haven't missed a beat, really. There's got to be a tired Houston County defense out there, though. You're up 42 to nothing, certainly. I don't know if you want to try to give your backup quarterback the experience of throwing the ball, but I would doubt it. Yeah, I think you just run the football. Run it two more times. Here is Smith. He takes the snap. He's going to hand it off. Dirt, dirt breaks three to the five. Inside the five to the four. He's moving forward. He takes the pile all the way to the one. Christian Durden. Nice, nice leg drop. And he's not real big, but he was quick into the hole, and then when he got met contact, he just kept on driving. They'll mark the ball to two. It'll be fourth and goal from the two, and I'm sure they'll run something up the middle here. 
and if it goes in, it goes in. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, you see a lot of defensive players with their hands on their knees out there, hands on the hips. Play clock at 17 seconds as Smith is bringing his team to the line of scrimmage now. Should have plenty of time to snap this fourth down play here. Third and again to Smith's left. Four seconds, three seconds. It is going to be third and he's met at the four-yard line and hauled down a good play there by Houston County. We'll keep the Barnes, I believe, the fullback. Yeah, it was Ken Derek Barber. Uh, Barber, yeah. Ken Derek Barber with the play, and he uh, he came through free and caught Durden at the five. Houston County will take over first and ten from the five yard line. Eight forty nine left to go in the game. Continuous play clock here in the fourth quarter. Forty two to nothing. Providence lead. Yeah, ninety five yard drive. It's Houston County's not shown the propensity to drive the ball at all here tonight. If the Lions are going to do something, it would it would possibly take place to get some reserves here for Providence, but they've played well thus far while they've been in the game. They have. What happens here? And they're not all. Like, I see Weatherford out there. He's out there, but most of the players are reserves now for, for Providence. Here is Harville at quarterback. He's going to hand it off to, I think it's Barber. It's hard to tell from where we are, but he'll rumble couple of yards up the middle, bring up second and eight. Maybe yes, I don't believe that. I believe they've, they've put uh, Johnson in a quarterback, number six. Khalil Johnson is uh, the backup quarterback on the roster. I think he is in there now. Harville is, is in the game as well, but they may have just traded positions. Actually, that wasn't Harville I was looking at. That was actually another player for Houston County. So, I believe it is Khalil Johnson at quarterback. Kobe McIntyre was who I was looking at. Second and seven. Here's an end around. Going to try to find a little room, and they do to the 16-yard line. Looks like it'll be a first down. Is that in low? I believe it is. If it is, he's responsible for both of Houston yeah. County's first downs in this game. Cameron Inlow. Yeah, they did a nice job of keeping his feet turning and picked up that first down. They, they run that play to Enlow two, maybe three times. It's been successful twice and resulted in both Houston County first downs in this game. So that'll bring it out to the 17-yard line, first and 10, Houston County. Ten seconds on the play clock. Very tight formation here for Houston County. It's going to be another end around. And uh, there's some room there as well as to the 40, the 45, and the 50 as a good play there from Octavian Johnson. It's just an end around. Yeah, nice run. Uh, did get the edge there, and he was off the races. And finally, he was uh, maneuvered out of bounds past midfield, I think. Where they now they're going to bring it back. Yeah, they're going to say he stepped out at the 47-yard line of Houston County. That's where the Lions will begin for Houston County you got a good drive going but yeah. you're fighting that continuously running clock because that thing's going to run down quick that's true we're fixing to get a heat break after this play more than likely unless you I don't think you would suspend it for a continuous no, I don't clock. think, I think so. you still have to take it first and 10 from the 48 yard line of Houston County this is a quarterback run and it's going to go for about three yards Nice tackle there by Providence's uh, 
Connor Patterson. Good play there. Khalil Johnson just on the quarterback run and went for about three yards. So they do stop the clock with 5.42 left, and they'll take a heat break. Let's take it with them. Well, let's see. Hold on. Yeah, they're going to take it. All right, we'll take a one-minute break. We'll be back with more action right after this. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616. 685-3616. Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration, a proud supporter of local high school football. If you haven't discovered it already, you've got to try the cellar. Lunch, dinner, catering, game day trays for your tailgate parties, and the finest butcher shop and wine shop around. Come see the new menu, the remodeled dining room and bar, as well as the new private event room. That's right. The cellar now has two rooms to book private on-site catering events, and they deliver as well. Open Monday through Thursday from 10 to 9 and open until 10 on Friday and Saturday. Come in and treat yourself at the cellar. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618-T, W-296-DQ, Dothan. Welcome back. We've got 33-6 now. Dothan over Wichunka early in the third quarter. Here it's Providence 42, Houston County nothing. Here comes Houston County. It's a pitch to the left. That's in low. He's going to lose a yard on the play. That'll bring up third and about eight for Houston County. Uh, GW Long leads Dale County 14-9 late in the third quarter as well. So uh, that's the score we haven't been able to get to you yet. Houston Academy and McKenzie still tied. They're 21 to 21 now. We'll have Houston Academy here uh, on the ball next week in Brundage against Pike County. Pike County was leading against uh, Alabama Christian. I believe who they're playing tonight. We'll keep an eye on that for you as well. 4.50 left to go. Continuous clock running here in the fourth quarter. Houston County trying to make something happen here at the end of the game. Good. 49-yard line of Providence, third and seven. It's a pitch to McIntyre. McIntyre tries to get outside. He can't. Really good play there. Yeah, John Jeter. Yeah. John Jeter's had a great game uh, defensively and uh, put all the extra points through except for one, so he's really playing well here. That'll bring up fourth down and about seven from the Providence 49. Last kind of hoorah, last gasp for Houston County to, to try to put any points on the board tonight. Yeah, if you're Houston County, that you know that that lifts your spirits a little bit. Putting one in the end zone, they still got a long ways to go, though. Absolutely, uh, we'll see. Uh, this is uh, Khalil Johnson. He is the second quarterback that we've seen tonight for Houston County. It's going to be a handoff up the middle, and it will go short. It won't go just right into a sea of people. Goes forward for about uh, three yards, and the Providence will take over. Yeah, that's almost I'm surrendering. Yeah, to play. It is three minutes and forty-seven seconds. They'll They'll switch possessions, and then we'll have this continuous clock. So Providence can almost definitely run it out with one first down, but almost run it out anyway with a continuous clock. Yeah, Coach Kenny Keith, the former defensive coordinator, so he's, I'm sure he's glad that that shutout's still intact with the second team out there. Providence takes over from the uh, at the 44, its own 44. Again, everybody getting in tonight for this game. And uh, Houston County is going to call a timeout. 
to uh, talk things over. Well, Mark, I, I again, as you said, and we said at halftime, it, it's just a it's a matchup um, mismatch, really, uh, as the Providence has dominated this game with the line of scrimmage, except for the few penalties on the first drive. They cleared those up. I know Coach Keith is happy about that. Absolutely. They look like a team that's getting ready to start battling and region play is uh, they look like a team that's, that's played a couple of good games and now they're ready to get going, unlike Houston County, who has uh, kind of struggled getting out of the gate this season. Indeed. You were wondering if there's going to be a big drop-off from last year's team to this year for Providence, especially with the run they made. Unless I'm not seeing a big drop-off, especially no. with their first-teamers. No, they, they look pretty crisp. You're right. And, uh, again, they've been, they've been faster than the two teams they've played thus far. Uh, and we don't know if they run into a team like a Pike County or someone with some speed, what it will look like. But uh, they certainly battled Pike County straight up last year, and they'll be looking forward to seeing them At again. At some point, you got to figure they're going to have to get the passing game going. And they've done a nice job tonight. He's hit some nice passes, McClintock has. But some teams are going to just load the box up and make them have to throw the football. First and 10 from the 46 for Providence. Here is Durden. He cuts it inside, then shoots up to the 45 to 44 yard line, a gain of about 10 yards for Providence for Christian Durden. He's really looking good tonight. I'm impressed with yeah. him. He runs hard and he's got a little bit of speed. He does. He shows the, shows the burst there. And I believe we said that he is a, uh, a freshman. Yeah. We'll give him about nine and a half yards on that, so it'll be second and short again. A continuous clock here is going under three minutes now. It'll be close to two and a half by the time they snap the ball. Jake Smith in his exercise in the seat's coming all the way to the sideline to get the play and going back to the huddle with it. Durden is now to Smith's right as tight formation for Providence. They'll get ready to snap the ball, second and one. It's going to be a run for Smith. He's going to try to get outside. He does to the 40, to the 35, to the 30, to the 25. Cuts it up. Makes it down there to the 10 and slides down at the 7-yard line. Jake Smith gives him about 35 yards on that carry. Jake Smith showing a little speed. Yeah, that's fresh legs running against the tied defense right there. Now what do you do if you are uh, Kenny Keith? You're going to be under two. Yeah, I think you just kneel down on this one now. You can take knees and end the game. Um, I know these guys don't get it much, and they would love the, the pleasure of scoring in a ball game. Uh, so it's uh, you can understand either way they do You this. can. Maybe he just runs to the plays, and what happens, happens. Smith and Durden next to each other. Smith takes the snap. He's going to hand off to Durden. Durden tries to bounce it. He falls forward. Does he get in? Does he get in? Yes, he does. Touchdown. Christian Durden, he was corralled at the two-yard line. And Durden, the freshman, drug a lineman into the He sure did. I mean, it was no contest. If he just hit him head up and then just drove his legs into the end zone. 48 nothing. The score now and. Let's see, uh, are they going to go? No, Jeter is out, ready to kick this extra point. That was impressive. Very impressive. I'm sure I'm sure the young man uh, for Houston County was very tired. Uh, yes, but even but so, I mean, yeah. you got a freshman running back. It's not a big kid being able to just drag him in the end zone like he did. That's exactly right. Here's the kick from uh, 
Durden. It is up. I'm sorry, from Jeter. It's up and it's good. 49 to nothing. We'll take a one-minute break. Come back for the end of this game right here on the ball. You move over for law enforcement. You move over for cyclists and emergency vehicles. Wiregrass Electric Cooperative reminds you to help keep our line crews safe when they're working roadside. Alabama's move-over law requires motorists to move over and slow down when you encounter emergency responders and maintenance personnel with emergency signals activated. Help us out by keeping everyone safe so we can keep the lights on for you when you get home. Auto Expo's friendly and knowledgeable sales staff is here to help you find the pre-owned car you deserve, priced to fit your budget. Mike Jones hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody Falk proudly offer for sale. Shop online in their virtual showroom at AutoExpoAL.com or come by the store at 4083 Ross Clark Circle across from the Holiday Inn Express. Buying a great pre-owned car is easy when you know the right people. Call Auto Expo at 673-1818. Welcome back. The last seconds ticking off here. A minute 30 and counting here in the fourth quarter. Providence leads Houston County 49 to nothing. Here's the kickoff from Jeter. It's going to be a deep one. It's going to go over the head. That's a live ball. So it goes. It's going to die to two. They've got to pick it up. They do. And uh, here's a runner for Houston County. Fumbles out of bounds. And it will be Houston County ball at about the... 17, 18-yard line. Jeter's got an uncanny ability to get that ball down there and not go in the end zone. He did it twice last week. It went over the the uh, deep man's head at the 10, and he thought for sure that ball was just going to hop into the end zone, and it did. It died like a wedge at the uh, at the 2, and they had to pick it up. Uh, minute 14, so just a couple of plays here, and the game will be over. By the way, the latest score we have from Rip Hughes is Dothan 33 would come to 14. That'll be a good win for Dothan if they hold on. A huge win uh, against a ranked Wetumpka team. And and a big crowd out there refused from what we've been able to see anecdotally from from Twitter. That'll be great uh, for the fans to see a win against a ranked team like that and build some momentum. Less than a minute left. Houston County from the 16-yard line. And off up the middle, and uh, it'll there'll be a scrum that'll go forward for about three yards. So we'll probably get one more snap here, and that will be it. In fact, they don't have to run another one if they don't want. As the, you're right, it's going to set in 40 seconds, and it's a we'll if they try to get one off here. It looks like we'll get one more play off here. Second and seven from the 20-yard line. Here's the pitch to Enloe. Enloe tries to get outside. There's a hole there, but, you know, it's the last play of the game. And Enloe will be drugged down at the 33-yard line. That is Jeter going to do it. Yeah, John Jeter with another tackle. Uh, well, they've stopped the clock for some reason. they got a cramp right here. got a player injured. Okay. Uh, it's one of the Houston County players that's got a cramp here on the near side. McIntyre, he's, he's got a cramp. I, I would suppose he would still run the clock, but uh, they're going to yeah. try to see if they can help the young man get rid of that cramp. As there's 10.9 seconds left to go in the game. McIntyre's on the far side of the field away from his bench. Uh, one of the trainers come all the way out there as those calf cramps are very hard to get rid of once they grab you. Yeah, once they get on you, you don't get them off very easy. 
Providence got more substitution substitutes in the game. They're working on that cramp as he's stretching it out and trying to uh, alleviate that. And I, we've all been there. Yes. Houston County's coming to the line, but they've got to get him all the way across the field. Careful jogging, Kobe. You, you'll get that cramp again. Yeah. That hurts me just watching him. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a terrible, terrible feeling. So, uh, this will be the last play of the game. It's... Uh, First and 10 from the 34-yard line, 49 to nothing again. Actually, the play clock is running again now. They don't have to run another play. Six seconds, five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, they're going to count it as uh, the horn sounds, and here is the run. It's brought down at the 40, and that is how the game will end. So a very dominant performance from Providence. Let's just keep it right here, Mark and uh, talk about this as the two teams uh, begin the handshake line. Uh, Providence did whatever they wanted to for the most part, and that was expected. But, uh, again, uh, you know, Coach Keith, I'm sure, will talk to his team about playing a clean game after that first drive and as they get ready for region play, what they can build on. Yeah, there's not a lot of things that Kenny Keith can complain about in this game except for those penalties early on. Providence is really hitting their stride here, and they look like they're going to be a... a in this thing and going to make a good run in the in the region again. Before we start talking about our action of Dothan, player of the game, uh, certainly uh, two touchdown runs from uh, Grant Weatherford, two touchdown runs from Wise Gordon, but we also had two touchdown runs from Christian Durden, and we called John Jeter's name an awful lot uh, when he got in the game as well, so we have a couple of candidates. Yeah, we do. I, I think, you know, Maybe John Jeter, yeah. he, he kicked the extra points and uh, did a nice job out there kicking off and uh, as well as playing defense there late in the game. Five of six on the extra points was John Jeter, had a fumble recovery and also several solo tackles in the game once he got in. So our action of Dothan player of the game is John Jeter. Congratulations to him. Again, we will be in Brundage next week for more live high school football as we begin our coverage of Houston Academy football as the Raiders will be up there to face Pike County. That is going to do it from here. Another dominant performance for the Eagles, 49 to nothing for Mark Stewart and Alicia back in the studio. I'm Lance Griffin. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. You've been listening to the All-In Credit Union High School Football Game of the Week here on The Ball. Brought to you by The Cellar, Buying Steaks and Wine, by Wiregrass Electric Co-op, proudly serving our community. All-In Credit Union, score big with our winning CD rates. Federally insured by NCUA. By Auto Expo, get the car you deserve at a price you can afford. By Mark Dunning Industries, one call takes care of all that garbage. By Todd & Sons, the go-to name for custom corporate apparel and uniforms. By Lewis Smith Supply, Enterprise, Eufaula, and Mariana. By Southeast Health, always the right direction. By Action Buick GMC of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Harris Security. Security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Pippin AC and Refrigeration, going above and beyond for your satisfaction. And by Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. We now rejoin our regular programming already in progress. This is The Ball. everything right and they said you just don't know it seems like there's an opportunity for an enterprising young man like you and your brethren to be going back through that tape what what did that young man not do 
Right, especially when we're talking offensive line, your forte, 13 years in the league, seems like there might be a little bit of an enterprise possibility (laughs) there. Just, hey, let's let's work on this. Here's what what we see on the tape. Ephraim Salam in for Jason Smith tonight. I'm Mike Harmon. Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com. Get yourself a free rate quote. But to that end, I mean, we've got the XFL starting, whatever. So there's some guys that'll get pulled into there. Otherwise, you're hoping you left enough on tape For to get another yeah. look-see, right? I mean, Bill Belichick famously has his staff, I mean, and they're on top of cuts and just waiting for that hour to come. And we see moves being made, a lot of what what are deemed minor trades today, but still significant on the back end of rosters. But for... This time of year, you know, you guys get to, when you once the cuts are done, it's refocus. Like whatever whatever was in there, you send someone in to send out any bad juju, bad karma, and you got to get ready for week one. I mean, you just have to turn one. the page just that fast. Uh, and veterans get cut.